0: Super Duty, tough work.
1: Your boys. Yeah. Back again. Pretnificence. The Logic. We're doing what we do, man.
0: It's been a couple weeks. We've been off. We've been off. It's been a yeah. lot going on.
2: Whole lot going on.
0: A lot going on. The logic's got things, family family things going on. I got trucking things going on. You know? But uh, things are clearing up. Schedules are looking more regular.
1: And um, we believe we will be more regular as a result to bring you guys, you know,
0: the most illustrious, infamous, stupendous, you know, adventurous podcast on planet Earth. Super duty tough work. Yeah. And uh, you know, we here, man. We
2: appreciate y'all listenership. The logic. How you doing today, sir? I'm good man um still working on getting my computer back to where it was had a little crash mm. incident hate to hear lost that. some lost a few programs had to re reload mm. um, got to re record some vocals that oh, i lost no. you know pains so yeah lost a couple beats that i got to oh. remake you know luckily it's nothing that you know anybody's using or that i was using so it's yeah. just some joints that was on but some fire joints you know of what course. i mean i hate that of course <clears throat> so You know, but other than that, you know, my grandson is here. You know, I got the grandson for the weekend. So, yeah, man, doing all right. Nice, nice, nice. Hell
0: yeah, man. We here, folks. You know, uh, Elogic and myself are both in the process of finishing up a lot of new music that will be to come in twenty twenty four and in twenty twenty three. I know for myself, you know, I just got the word from the plant, you know, that my records is about to get. Knocked out and probably be done in the next Few weeks nice by December I should hopefully have them back And uh, that will be the first Record that I have released In over five years you know
2: Wow it's crazy Yeah it's wild it's crazy
0: the wildest Part is th- is that illogic Has heard so much music I've done In <laughs> five years that it's probably like Dan yeah I've like heard, Dan, yeah, I've heard most of it yeah, yeah I've heard
2: most of it already
0: yeah like uh, Entire there's still entire records You ain't heard you know what I mean so it's like it's wild, but it, uh, things happen. And so, you know, this episode and this whole thing I've been going through with finishing all these records and doing all this stuff, because, you know, once I get back to putting out music, you know, we're getting back to putting out music, you know, because it's been a, a nice break. I've been finishing a lot of music lately. And, you know, we got a lot of creative people at home, artists of all sorts, visual, you know, uh, musical. And, and everything in between, is that I've been having to finish music. Mm-hmm. I've been revisiting music that I've done over the last five years more than ever in the last six months, and just trying to get it right and trying to fix things that are not working. And so in this episode, I wanted to do an episode about how to fix a broken song. And by broken, I don't mean like a a whack song that you've mm-hmm. created. I mean something that you know it got something in there that's fire. You know it's good. It's not great, and it just don't feel done yet. Mm-hmm. It needs something. And so in this episode, we want to talk to you guys about how to fix a broken song. Give you like ten pieces of advice, ten bullet points about how to analyze your creations and we're going to use music because we are artists as the example in this episode but i'm sure we'll touch on other things and we're going to talk about you know how to take something that is not there yet and get it there how to fix a broken song uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back
3: Now, listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint. Raw and uncut. Adult conversations. No shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit.
0: All right, folks, we're back. Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint, Logic, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Super Duty Tough Work. You know, shout out to all creative people everywhere who listen to us when they creating stuff. Mm -hmm. That's a dope feeling. Yeah. You know, when you when you make music, you just be hoping people be playing your shit when they like running or jogging or doing cool stuff, driving. (laughs) Right. You you got a podcast. People actually create things while we be on in the background and hopefully inspires them to keep going. That's a whole different type of deal, but I like it. And so we're going to talk about how to fix a broken song in this episode. And we're going to start with the number one bullet point this week that I want to talk about. Number one piece of advice and how to fix a song is to write down what you like and what you don't like about it. This is something that kind of goes beyond what people typically do with songs they create. What people do is so say, for example, we look for feedback, Mm -hmm. feedback is just kind of like do you like it right we ask people what do you think about this song do you like this song and they say yeah that song is fire right we we get happy we walk away and then nothing changes Mm -hmm. what i think people should be focused on is figuring out what you specifically like about that song and then on the flip side What you specifically don't like about it. Yeah. And when you the the don't like part will be harder because you're going to love that song like it's one of your children. Mm. But there's going to be some little thing. You're like, you know what? That part right there, though. Everything is cool till it gets right there. (laughs) Right, right. You know what? It's great when I start rapping, but before the rapping, it's just,
1: eh, it's it's okay. Mm.
0: Or it's cool until that last chorus and then it just kind of drags on and, and just the beat just beats and it doesn't. Yeah. I don't like that part of it. You know, my vocal really wasn't that great. I had a cold that day. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The writing is great though. Yeah, Man, that verse is fire. If I could just get my voice together my, once my throat get back, woo, I'm gonna kill that one if I retake. That's how specific I think you should be when you're talking about what you like about a song and what you don't like about a song. Yeah, you know the goal isn't to beat yourself up about it. It's the goal isn't to fucking blow your head up and make you feel like you don't have flaws either. The goal is to get you into the habit of analyzing your songs like systematically, and 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 not looking at them as like one whole piece anymore. Yeah, look at your song as a sum of a bunch of little components, a bunch of moving parts that. If you find one moving part that's not quite jiving with the rest, fixing mm-hmm. that part can fix the song. So right. that's the, the number one piece of advice. I think start what you like, what you dislike.
2: Yeah, I'm going through this right now with instrumental music, which I've never had to really do. Like working on an instrumental record yeah. is different for me, like working on an actual record, not just a beat tape. So mm-hmm. I'm going through it now. Like there's songs that I've You know cut a whole minute off of because it's like oh it's dragging a little bit you know the loop kind of you know oh that part is just the same loop i had in the beginning so i can really cut that out i don't necessarily need that you know like little parts little stuff like that but it's also important not to nitpick too much yes because you'll no song is ever gonna be completely perfect yeah like there's things that you'll like more than others and you can fix everything that's like glaring. Yeah. You know, issues, but don't, don't try to, you know, be too, too nitpicky to where, you know, you try trying 10,000 snares and after yes. a while they all sound the same. You know what I'm saying? Or that hi hat in that one spot irks you. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, you know, but do your best to, you know, be, give yourself some grace as yes. well. Cause, you know, we're not, we're not perfect.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and overall, what I want, the listeners to focus on is this this step is here to make you start having a conversation with yourself Mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't have specific conversations about our art because it's based on feelings emotions and what we're going through that day right so yeah don't beat yourself up about the, the the tiny details of it but do have a conversation with yourself about like hey what is it about this thing that makes it special right you know right. what I mean? Like, like have some conversations so that you can l- get into the habit of being like honest. Mm-hmm. And once you can kind of itemize it, I think that's when you can improve it. Right. Many people can't improve their songs because they can't even have a conversation. They don't know what to improve. Right.
2: Yeah. How you they don't fix- even think about it that way. They
0: don't even think about it yeah. that way. How are you going to fix a broken song if you don't even admit that it's got some flaws?
2: That it's broken in the first it's
0: place. Broken right in the first place. Like, <laughs> If you think it's yeah. perfect, you can't fix it. Right,
2: right, You know? right. So that's number
0: one. Number two piece of advice on how to fix a broken song is to write down what you can take further. I have notepads of this. I'm going to see if i got this at my disposal. But this notepad right here, for those of you at home, this is like, you know, pages and pages and pages. It's got song titles, groupings, notes. And all I write on here is like, what I can make better. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I'll write it as I'm listening to it. Yeah. So if I listen to something, I'm like, man, that snare is too fucking low. My kicks is too muddy. I'll just write it down. I won't necessarily try to do it then. But I start writing down the parts that I can improve. Which is which is still a different conversation from what I like and dislike. Now we're taking it to the next step, which is, OK, out of everything that goes on with this song that you like and dislike. It's now incumbent upon you. to say, OK, how do I solve these problems? Because now you should have a good idea of where you can take the song. You know, obviously you have a skill set as whatever your art is, whether it's visual, whether it's vocal, you're a singer, you're a producer, whatever you do, whatever's in your wheelhouse, think in those terms. What parts of this can I take further? So I have things that I'm working on, working on an instrumental record, finishing up, we well, really just finished it up. And there were certain things on there where I'm like, I may have played them myself and thought it sounded cool. But I always thought in the back of my mind, what if a more skilled musician played this part? Would would it go to another
1: level?
2: The answer is always yes. (laughs) Yeah, it is.
1: It's usually yes.
2: That's kind of where I'm at with mine, too, because I have some parts that I played, you know, as some VSTs that I played. Yeah. But then it's like, hold up. I I might know a trumpet player. Hold up. I, I know cats that play guitar. Let me get a real yes. guitarist to play this lick and put they sauce on it. Yes. You know, they have been playing for most of their lives. Come you know on, what man. I'm saying? They, they might be, you know, sound better than a VST. It's possible. Yeah.
0: yeah, man. Like I, I'm, I'm doing this with scratches too. So like I did scratches on the whole record.
2: Some of them sound great,
0: but there's a couple where I'm just like, that sounds good. But what would happen if he did the cuts? If my man came over and did them, and yeah. just used what I did as like an outline. Yeah. And then you apply his greater skill set to it. When it go to the next level.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sure. will. yeah.
0: And so those are the things that I think you, if you have a song, you want to fix a broken song, you got a song that's sitting there, start having that conversation about, okay, now that you've broken down the components of it, that you think are good and bad and, and what could be improved. Now we're going to have a conversation about what can we improve upon? Make a list, like the list I got on that thing. Or I write down a song title, and then I just listen to all the songs at the same time. I don't stop and get, you know, obsessive about it. Just little things that jump out to me. Because I'm a I'm a person that likes to listen to my music, but not like on some, I'm banging it because it's so amazing. I I study it to try to find holes in it. Yep. Because I've noticed about myself that when you get really comfortable with a demo, sometimes you can't hear the flaws in it. Yeah. You can listen to it so much that you forget that, yo, them strings is too loud. Man, they drowning out your vocals right there. But you yeah. know the words already, so you didn't even notice it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. You're just vibing. <laughs> just vibing. And so, uh, I try to listen to it enough to where, like, it starts to sound kind of new again. Mm. I get so used to it. I'm like, wait a minute. Now I'm hearing something different here. Now I'm hearing there. Now instead of hearing what is there, I'm hearing what should be there.
1: Right. That's where I like everyone to go. That's number two. Number three way to fix a broken
0: song. And this is one we know well as rappers is to redo the vocals. Now, I don't want nobody re-recording a whole fucking album. Unless you'd recorded it in demo mode, knowing when you recorded the first time that these are just scratch vocals. I'm gonna come back in a you know, week or two and really laying when I know the words but that's cool I, what I don't want you doing is doing real official studio sessions where you go in your hardest and then everybody's like yo this sounds great you like it sounds great and then three months later you start wanting to uh, uh, go back in and do everything again that's not what we doing here for us as rappers there's all these parts of it where I'm like you know what man I recorded shit with colds where it's like damn I can hear that my breath control wasn't tight on that take yeah yeah, you know what i mean like i know i can kill that or, or maybe i was just in a pocket because i was sitting down when i was recording it
2: you yeah. just stand up and do
0: that verse yeah it's one of those verses but doing or sometimes i'll have to redo verse vocals just simply because i'm changing the motherfucking mic mm-hmm. there's certain shit you know this now because it's like going from the 58 to the 7b difference very very big difference <laughs> you know what huge little, difference big big difference right yeah. some songs you know certain joints i can do the 7b you know certain joints like let me get on a little 58 you know what i'm saying This shit rugged as shit but when i want my shit sounding clean i, I gotta go to other mic sometimes i don't know until i do it like but but i'm sure some people have that feeling there's certain things that you may know that you sound better on or, or an environment that that can improve your vocal take. Right. If if you can get that in place and you know you can nail it, sometimes just changing the vocals is enough to make a song go from like good to great. Thanks. That's number three. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Great. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising we've always been interested in doing it but in the past we never had the systems in place to make it work properly i'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on super duty tough work meaning if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product service or release on our platform we're now in a position to be able to do that For more information, email us at toughwork at weightless.net. That's toughwork at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. Are you an artist who has the talent to succeed but has a hard time executing? Do you have the will to win but lack the plan? Are you tired of having great ideas that never come to fruition or starting new projects but never finishing them? If you answered yes to any of these questions, reach out to me at at waitlist.net to book a one-on-one coaching call. Tell me a little bit about who you are what you're trying to do. And I'll see if I can be of service to you. Have a great day. Cool. All right, folks, we back. Super duty, tough work, blueprint. My co-host the logic this week. We are talking about how to fix broken song. You know, every time I say that, I think about Al green, <laughs> how to mend a broken heart. <laughs> one of my jams uh so yeah we're gonna go with the number four these are some some uh some uh production joints we're gonna get into now because i know we got producers who listen to us mm-hmm. so the number four way to fix a broken song to me is to revisit the original sample where when i was messing with like the npc and you know the eps and original old samplers that wasn't really an option back then you either didn't have enough sampling time or you didn't have the, the samples cataloged properly, you know, it wasn't like they was all, now it's like, you got all your samples on this, on a hard drive centrally, you know, you typically record the sample longer Mm -hmm. because you, you got infinite drive space. Yep. You know? And so I think now more than ever, we should, as producers, revisit the original thing that we sampled once we get to the post production phase. Yep. Because you would be surprised how many things you missed when you made that beat. And then you go back and you're like, oh, shit. Now that you, I got a song to this, I need that other part right there. That's a dope bridge or a dope breakdown. Yeah. Let me revisit it. Take a part out of that. And it, it'll give you shit a whole new life. I've done that many times, you know.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I do that a lot. Um, it's yeah, like you said, we record the sample longer. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of parts. That, you know, we hear and we record longer. And, and maybe in that time when you made the beat, you wasn't in the space to hear that bridge. You yes. wasn't in the space to hear that breakdown. And once you have a complete song, then you can kind of, you have a different perspective yeah. of what you're creating. Because you're not creating from scratch anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, because at that point, you're
2: basically tailoring it to the
0: song. Well, as yep, opposed exactly. to the beginning, you just made the beat. You had no idea what was going to be put on it. And so, yeah, like revisiting that sample, man, so many times I go back and like you're saying, you'll hear stuff completely different. Like, why didn't I hear that the first time? Yep, Right up, man. Let me snatch that part out of there, mess around, loop it up, chop it up. And it's like, yo, that is all I needed to finish the song. Yep. Didn't have to do nothing else to this this song other than add that little change up from the record that I missed the first time around. Mm -hmm. And so, uh. You know, you can finish a song with just that trick right there. Number five way to fix a broken song is to change the arrangement. This is something that I do when I get to the final, final stages of finishing an album. And sometimes I have to do this because I realize like, once I get my songs in a certain order, I'll be seeing things repeat themselves that I don't wanna repeat themselves. Like you realize, oh, I started the last three songs the exact same way. Yep, I need to revisit this and change how this one starts or change how this one ends so that it feels different going into that next track. Those are things that I typically get to near the end of the process. But if you have a song that just ain't hitting right, sometimes the best thing to do to me is to change the, the, the sequence, change the arrangement. Yeah. You know, instead of starting with just the drums, start with the chorus part. Start with your chorus sequence, then go straight to your verse or go to mm-hmm. your chorus parts, then a breakdown, then to your verse or start with your, whatever. Start with your verse with nothing else. Start with just the drums. Whatever you have to do, rearrange parts of it, rearrange your, your song. And, and I think that by itself uh, will give you your song new life.
2: Yeah, I've had instances where I've taken, I've liked the hook part to rap over better than, you know, the hook part that I have there. Yeah. You use the hook part to rap over as opposed, you know, switch, yeah. switch things around. I've done that many a times, you know, throwing breakdowns and things like that. Like all of that drops. Yeah. I love drops. Yeah. I like, I'm like. I'm a huge proponent of drops. If you listen to any of my records that I've produced, oh, oh, drops yeah. all over the fucking Shit, place. The ones I produce for you.
3: <laughs> Yeah, drops all we over. Go the way place. back with the
2: drops, man. We've been doing them <laughs> since nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, drops are great. You know. Yeah. You know, taking drums out, taking the bass line out. Take, yes. You know what I'm saying? All of that, all of that. Accentuating you know, words. Sh- yep. Accentuating yep. words. Dropping all the music, just rapping over the drums. You know what I'm saying? Like those kind of things add, you know, just little spice to yeah. to tracks. You know, and takes them to the next level. Yeah. From. Yeah, I did a. Uh,
0: coaching call with a with a producer once and one of the things we talked about with him was he had this feeling of like this song ain't done or i don't i don't feel like i i know what i'm doing as a producer you know and he was being kind of hard on it and the, my initial thought as soon as I, th- I heard it i was like the reason you feel that way is because you haven't started the post-production phase yet like you made a dope beat and wrote a dope song over it but you're still not into that second phase yet, and that's why you, you got this feeling of un you're like unsettled on it. Mm-hmm. So like all you got to do is go do post production on that shit. Now that you've written a song that you like to it, arrange that song. I mean, arrange the track to fit the song more. You know, right. Um, and when you start getting into that, then you start to really like like it. You start getting more and more ideas. The more you tailor it around that 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 song. And it can make you feel like, oh, it's done now. Now it's done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that is number five, number six way to fix a broken song. And this is one that I guess it don't count, but it does count for everything because it's not really you, but it's number six is to get outside opinions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes this is some funny shit. And I, I wonder if other people go through this. Sometimes it's cool to play your music around other people because it makes you listen to it with fresh ears. Yep. You ever had that you'll yep. play something that you've heard a million times with somebody else and it feels new to you cuz someone else is in the room. Yep. You'll hear completely different. Yep. Then you'll hear things, "Oh man, I should do this." You'll notice like, "Oh man, that part kind of drags right there." Yep. That part is too short. It was loving that. And I just went away from it too quick. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen if you don't bring other people into the process. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you don't necessarily have to bring people in and don't let them decide whether you like or hate your own music. But. It's very, very good if you're trying to finish a piece of music and you can't quite figure out what's going on with it, just to have people listen to it in the presence of you. That changes it. And then you also got the additional step of obviously, hey, what do y'all think about this? And then going from there.
2: Yeah. I have I have two groups that I do that with. Yeah. I have a group of just regular lay people. Yeah. That, you know, that I send the music to just to listen to. Then Mm -hmm. I have a group of artist friends who are rappers, producers, engineers. And I send it to them as well. So when I send it to them, I want to hear what they think of it as well, just if they like it or not. But also, what do you think of this mix? How does, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does the balance of my instrumentation sound? How do the vocals sound? Are they crisp enough? Are they high enough? Are they too low in them? You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. So I make sure to, you know, try to get lay people that don't, you know, don't do art at all. Just listen to music. Mm. But I know they like hip hop. You know what what I'm saying? Or like what I'm doing. So I'll send it to them just to get an honest, you know, opinion. I make sure I send it to people that will give me honesty you know what I mean? that you know let them cuz they know you know i got yeah. i really do have a like email yeah. list of you know what i'm saying groups of cats that i send my stuff to just to get those that feedback yeah
0: it's very important very yeah. important um that's number 6 we'll do one more before we take this next break number 7 way to fix a broken song is to revisit the placement on an album mm-hmm. i've had songs on records where when I had him as the first track on the record, mm-hmm. didn't work. Yep. Made him the second track, the third track,
2: perfect track. Yep.
0: All this time, the only reason I, didn't, I was picking on that song was because it was in the wrong place on an album. Mm-hmm. Not because anything was wrong with the song. You know, you have, you, we know how it is. We have these sequences within albums where we might have two, three songs that work really well together. Yeah. Little yeah. blocks. we like, okay, that shit is fire. But mm-hmm. until you find those two, three songs and know that they work together, sometimes you'd be picking on them songs a little too much. Yeah. Like, I don't know about this one. I think that mm-hmm. goes on the record. But then you, you sit it down in the right place. You're like, yo, this song don't need shit other than to be after that song. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's rocking or that song. Why did I have this as the last song on a record? That should be the first song on a record. Yep. Yeah. And you change it and all of a sudden you're not really tripping on like the, the small things about the song you don't like. Because now the energy of it mm-hmm. is changed by its
2: placement on the album. Yeah. Yeah, that's one, the, that's one of the first things I do before I really go into post-production is yeah. listen to my sequence. Mm-hmm. Because the sequence sometimes, you might not need, it might tell you what you need to do with the song. You know, if you find those two or three songs, like you said, and then after you do some post production, then that still may change some. But I try to find a good sequence that I'm happy with first Mm -hmm. and then go into the post production because then I can, you know, make the songs go in and out of each other kind of how I want. You know what I mean? And then if I have to change things after, but sequencing is super, super important to the flow of an album, to how songs fit, to how songs sound. Yes. And it just sucks that we're so in a freaking, you know, a la carte age of yeah. everything where the shit that we're talking about as far as sequencing to a lot of people, it don't fucking matter because they only going to hear that song anyway. That's real. That's <laughs> they real. They only going to hear that fucking song yeah. so it don't matter. The singles you know? era. <laughs> yeah, singles era. So, But yeah, yeah sequencing is super important. Yeah. And a-
0: another thing that you just remind me of is sometimes a song don't sound right because it's on the
2: wrong record. Or it's on a record at all. It should just be a single. Yeah, like it should just be a bonus joint. Like ain't nothing you wrong know? that song. It just ain't yep. supposed to be here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like
0: yep. I, I recently had uh, this this instrumental record I'm working on. I had to take two songs off mm-hmm. that I just knew that they've been on this song for two years on this album for two years. Mm-hmm. Stop listening to it for four or five months. I come back and I'm just like, you don't work. <laughs> not for this that's it yeah you're not, you're not bad you know what i'm saying you just don't work right here i gotta take yeah. you off yeah and but I, even though i didn't really have nothing to put there at the time i was like okay i'm gonna try to take that off let me see if i can find something else within a day i found something that worked even better mm-hmm. that fit the mood the vibe the energy the, the you know what i'm saying the subject matter that that record and so uh don't uh be so married to that that you can't change that part because sometimes the whole package will have you will change how you feel about one piece and uh you know you got to be be fluid with that so yeah that's number eight okay we'll take a take a break we'll be right back what's up everybody got some big news to share with you all today i'm proud to announce that for the first time I will be opening up my artist coaching and consulting services to the public i have been doing it for several years behind the scenes helping artists and small businesses achieve their goals but it's never been something that i made publicly available nor anything that i promoted until now. So if you're an artist or a small business owner, I'm now available to be booked for one-on-one sessions designed to help you achieve your goals as quickly and as efficiently as possible. If this is something that you're interested in, email me at toughwork at weightless.net. Tell me a little bit about yourself and we'll get the ball rolling from there. I look forward to working with you all. Peace. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you as a listener or watcher of this podcast need to absolutely own. The first is The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists and the second is The Social Media Cheat Code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip-hop today. Um, The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip-hop along the way and also see some, some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is the social media cheat code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like, 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watch this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, folks, we back. Super Duty, Tough Work, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth, Blueprint, Logic. We're doing our thing on this uh, beautiful Friday evening in Columbus, Ohio. You know how we do these things, podcasting. Hmm. You know, talking about how to fix a broken song, you know, for all our songwriters out there, for everybody else who may be a producer, visual artist, etc., business person, whatever your ideas may be, I think this episode will apply to you um you got three more bullet points left number eight uh tip for uh fixing a broken song touched on in the last one uh segment is to do post-production um what we have to look at with music and i think a lot of people don't look at that because the lines are so blurred now is that you know there's this age-old argument of what's a producer what's a beat maker Mm-hmm. you know um, the line gets blurred too because all the tools are so integrated now like you can make a beat sequence to beat court vocals and master it all in the same program yep. so a lot of people are blurring the lines they don't know what a beat maker is versus a producer anymore because the, the software blurs the lines Right. producers are now mix engineers Mix engineers are doing mastering. Rappers are mastering their songs before they upload them on streaming. It's uh, because the tools are there. It can get confusing. But what I think impacts songwriting the most out of this is acknowledging that, hey, this song I made can go to another level with more production or fine-tuning the production, you know? Yeah. Uh, Elogic and I we've talked about it on this podcast dozens of times about how we would do records back in the day he would come over with notepads of rhymes and I would just have beats I wouldn't necessarily play him a bunch of beats or sometimes I would sometimes I play him beats but sometimes he would just have bars mm. like this is where I'm going with it this is what I'm writing <laughs> this week Yeah, yeah And I would be like yeah. okay let me go back over here I find some records I dig up some beats I say okay this goes to that mm-hmm. we'd record that he he would record it just like a loop a two bar four bar loop no yep. changes in it nothing we'd sync the beat in so that we had the tempo and then during that time we would listen to it i would start tailoring it around his 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 vocal by the time he hear that finished version of that song it'd be sounded night and day yep
2: completely different
0: completely different but it was because and I didn't know what it was called then we were just doing what made sense right but mm-hmm. um that's that was post production sometimes we would have to change the whole fucking beat sometimes we would just change parts of it but we would basically I, once I knew what he was doing on the track then I could finish the track yeah never think that you can finish a track without the song really being written right you know like we're we're taking beats That are sequenced and they sound mastered because the lines are blurred and they sound big and shiny and we're just writing these songs like oh the song's done nah it's not done Mm -hmm. because that that suit hasn't been tailored to what you do yet yeah you know and so and Logic does this with his own music
2: now as well yeah yeah working on um, my first real production album with another rapper. Yeah, And I'm in the mixing stages and, you know, the post-production stages of that. And this is a new world for me. But with all the work that we've done together and seeing it done so many times with other cats that I've worked with, yeah. now I'm in that place where, okay, I'm going in and, you know, going back to the sample like we talked mm-hmm. about, adding a couple, you know, a breakdown here and there. You know, doing just doing different things, changing a sample if I have to, changing drums if I have to. We're going to talk about that. But, you know, just really going into the production and really making the little tweaks that take it to that next level. And that's super, super important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's number eight. Number nine. Way to
0: fix a broken song. And this is one uh, that hits close to my heart because 90 percent of my production problems are fixed by this one. Number nine (laughs) is to change the drums. (laughs) Don't nothing make my shit hit harder than me changing my drums, man. Like Mm -hmm. I can have some shit that's all
3: right. That's like, oh shit, you change the drums, like oh, this is the one right here. This is a single, (laughs) man. Before then, I'm like,
0: man,
1: it's cool. Yeah, you know, my writing is good,
0: man. Sometimes all I gotta do is 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 reprogram them drums um sometimes it depends on your process too right like there are guys who every beat they make they always start with the drums i don't think those yeah i don't think those guys overall go back and change the drums as often as i do because i don't start with my drums Mm. you know like i almost never start with my drums i start with a melody or chopping up something and then i add drums to it for then but it's not like because I don't start with the drums, that part is not, like, etched in my mind. I'm not so fixed on it. They're always, mm. like, temporary. Like, yeah, those are cool. I'll revisit them if I need to. But So for me, that's kind of what hits the hardest for me is, is changing drums. There's so many times, like, you think about just how a beat moves, swings of it. You know, if you change some instruments, you might have to change your drums because the texture don't match no more. Right. Yep. you know, you had a dirty sample and some dirty drums. Well, you cleaned up the sample now. Dirty drums might not work, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe there's a part of the song where someone's rhyming more staccato, and you just want something different going there. You gotta back up out them drums, take clear some space for that shit to to really hit. Drums are so important on production and finishing a song that like you really, really get. I think you get the most bang for the buck for at least me. Out of that out of that part,
2: revisiting or changing the drums. Yeah, because it sounds like for you, the drums are like the icing on top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you make sure all your instruments are, are hitting. You make sure your chops are where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And then the drums are like, you know, that's the finishing touch. Right. For somebody like me who starts with the drums all the time. Yeah. Like you said, it is difficult to go back and change the drums because... That's the foundation of what right. I've done. <laughs> right. You know right, what right. I mean? You're tearing so, down the house at that point. Yeah, like tearing down cause every cause even my chops are made to the drums. So the chops right. go with the drums. So if I change the drums, then the chops don't always make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's 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 very different going back there. But sometimes for me, it's easier to change the drums to programming the drums from a drum break because then I can kind of follow what the yes. drum break is doing. Yeah. But change the drum sounds. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So that way I can stick with the pattern that mm-hmm. I'm working with, but change the sounds to where the drums are hitting a little harder or it got a little more swing if I program them as opposed to, you know, using a drum break. Yeah. That's that's what I do a lot more when I change the drums because I can still have that foundation, but I can just, you know, you know move it around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope
0: that's dope yeah because it's like where you start plays such a different role and like yeah, your willingness to to, to change the drums like some guys like they'll change the instrumentation before they mm-hmm. change the drums nah them drums is sticking we not changing that shit yeah. like I get it I'm like drums is the last thing I ain't attached to them but like we not changing this melody this motherfucking melody <laughs> that's staying chief yeah it might get played in a different instrument but the melody is the melody you know that's the emotion of it to me so i have a harder time changing that than i do drums but yeah that's something to to always think about last joint last bullet point of the night man final way to fix a broken song is to remix it yeah sometimes you just gotta get rid of that
2: fucking beat (laughs) (laughs) and it's hard very it's hard. hard some it's hard sometimes. It's hard. You but gotta, sometimes it gotta go. It gotta, it gotta go. Because go. the lyrics remix. are hitting. Come on. You once know once the lyrics you know, are fire.
0: Once you know that, you know it's like, damn, I might mm-hmm. have to remix this. Yep. <laughs> the yep.
3: lyrics are too crazy. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. It's and it's it's always like it feels like the last resort sometimes. hmm Cause you're like, damn, I gotta start all over on this shit if I remix it. But mm-hmm. you know how it is. You'll be sitting there playing that acapella and then you got a new batch of beats you made or some old you made and that shit will hit you like, damn, why did I never use that? Yep, yep. Play it next to this shit where the beat is nah. and yep. you're like, Shh, the remix is more. I guess I'm a remix because this shit, and that shit sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Then next you got two versions mm-hmm. of this shit. I done done up to four, five versions of songs sometimes with remixes. Only to revert back to the original one. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) At the end. Yeah. You know, because you got to make sure that you don't, you don't stick with the remix just because it's new. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You got to, you got to test that remix. You gonna remix it, sit with it for a month Mm -hmm. before you make a decision on it. You know? Yeah. If after a month it's still definitive,
2: you can rock with it. Yeah. I've done it a couple times. I've done, and I've done stuff where I've had a song where I thought it was too slow. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So I had to find a different and I liked the beat, but it was too slow. Like yeah. it sounded like my lyrics were dragging. Mm-hmm. Even though the beat is fire, it sounds like the lyrics were dragging because of the way I wrote it to the beat. Yeah. It sounds like I didn't need to write. So I speed it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give it about 5 BPM. You know what I mean? Go to another <laughs> yeah. beat. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yep, found it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah, the groove yeah. is different, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just I literally just did that. Which is where I got working on. It. I had a beat, I moved it from, I think, 78 BPM to 88 BPM. Yeah, yeah. Did the vocals over. Mm -hmm. Didn't change a single instrument, nothing. Mm
1: -hmm. Sounds
0: like a whole new fucking song, man. The whole energy just changed. Yeah. Like, that counts as a remix, too. Yep. Changing the tempo. Like, (laughs) that's a remix. Because like you're saying, the, the rhyme hits so much different when you speed it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: then where it was at, it's like oh nah this is okay this is this sounds way different and then when it's sped up it gives everything that was before it or after it a different feeling exactly and so yeah man sometimes you just gotta remix that shit man and it's not it's, it's, it's look the beat that it's on is cool but don't ever feel like you know you can never top it if you're not 100% on it like you probably got shit laying around right now that's just as good as that if not better
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You just gotta be willing to like go through this process that we're talking about here to get to that point. Because, yeah, like, I, I want to remix last year because that's really the last thing I would do after I try all
2: this other shit. Yeah, exactly.
0: But that's it. That's it this week, man. How to fix a broken song. I'm gonna read them back. Number one, write down what you like and what you don't like. Number two, uh, decide what parts of it you can take further. Number three, Revisit the vocals. Number four, revisit the original sample. Number five, change the arrangement. Number six, get outside opinions. Number seven, revisit the placement of the song on the album. Number eight, post-produce it. Number nine, change them drums, my G. And number 10, remix it. All else fails man You should ha- You should have a fixed song If you do all this shit In this episode man Yeah You know If you if you walk through this list In this order y- Your song is gonna be To your liking There's no fucking way You do
2: all this shit And still ain't happy with it And if you don't Then it's just not a good song <laughs> You are right You're If right. you still If if you do all this stuff On this list Yeah And you still ain't feeling it It ain't fire It's just It ain't fire As Gotta much as you on. You, as much as you might want it to be fire, it, if it, if you still ain't feeling it after doing everything on <laughs> this trash list. Beat.
0: It's me, beat. is trash. <laughs> Throw it away.
2: Hey, hey. Take it to the woodshed. Get it up hey. out of here, man. Come on. Sometimes that's what we got to do, man. Yeah, yeah. You right. You right. Because,
0: yeah, if you do all this shit and it ain't hitting, it's like, nah, this song is not it. Because mm-hmm. I put all. But see, here's the beauty of it sometimes you can't get rid of a song because you ain't went through all this shit right right you sitting there just guessing wondering hoping one day you gonna hit play and it's gonna hit you properly but you don't have a plan to decide whether it's worthy this shit in this episode will kind of get you to that point where like look I did everything fuck it mm-hmm. let's move on to the next song scrap yep. heat yep. And, and you have no guilt about it you ain't gotta revisit it and think what if I nah you did everything Yep. next song get rid of that one. exactly so that's it that's it for this week folks how to fix this broken song I hope y'all got something out of this you know we appreciate your listenership and uh we'll check y'all out next week alright peace peace
3: thank you for listening to super duty tough work subscribe to the podcast on iTunes